0: Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories. Where are you going? <laughs> Come back here. No! Say hello. No. Guys, hello. No, no. We are coming to you from our new home and we realized that we were late releasing a sleepyhead story because we've been unpacking and we don't even know what day it is <laughs> right i'm not here oh she's not here i forgot before we started to record she told me just act like she's not here and i forgot sorry guys Conchetta's is not here okay But everything is going great. We are, we've made it to our house in South Florida. Conchetta started kindergarten. Conchetta's daddy started work. I'm working in the house, putting it together. Hannah's loving it. She tried to eat a lizard. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah. No, she didn't. But she, she can't catch them. They're you so saw fast. a bird trying to eat a lizard. Oh, yeah, today on our walk, the bird was holding a poor little lizard in his mouth. And then he flew away with it. No, he didn't flew away. He went under the bush. He went in a bush? Yeah, mine. Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't see where he went. He went under a bush. Oh, yes. It's very interesting here. We're having a good time. And then I just realized. I'm not She's not in the room, guys. I th- she told us she wasn't here, but then she started talking. It's very confusing for me. <laughs> so we are going to read a book for you today from the Peter Rabbit series again. We are almost done with the series. I apologize if I've gone out of sequence. I might have skipped a book in the between. I'm not sure. But the books don't have to be chronological, I don't think, anyway, so it's fine. Today we're going to read The Tale of Ginger and Pickles. Pickles? And do you know that me and Daddy wanted to open up a restaurant and call it Ginger and Pickles? Why? Based on this book, after I'll read it. But I think one already exists. Years ago, Mommy looked it up, and I think there's already one. I thought it was a good name for a restaurant, Ginger and Pickles. And people that were fans of Beatrix Potter and Peter Rabbit and, you know, fans of literal classics would get the reference of what Ginger and Pickles was. Anyway, so after these messages, we will read the tale of Ginger and Pickles. Oh, sorry, Conchetta's not here. I forgot. Hold on, guys. All right, guys, here we are with the story, the tale of Ginger and Pickles. Dedicated with very kind regards to old Mr. John Taylor, who thinks he might pass as a dormouse. three years in bed and never a grumble. Once upon a time, there was a village shop. The name over the window was Ginger and Pickles. It was a little small shop, just the right size for dolls. Lucinda and Jane doll, their cook always bought their groceries at Ginger and Pickles. The counter inside was a convenient height for rabbits. Ginger and Pickles sold red spotty pocket handkerchiefs at a penny three farthings. They also sold sugar and snuff and galoshes. In fact, although it was such a small shop, it sold nearly everything, except a few things that you want in a hurry, like bootlaces, hairpins, and mutton chops. Ginger and Pickles were the people who kept the shop. Ginger was a yellow tomcat, and Pickles was a terrier. Terrier Terrier's a type of dog. The rabbits were always a little bit afraid of Pickles. The shop was also patronized by mice. "'Only the mice were rather afraid of Ginger. "'Ginger usually requested Pickles to serve them "'because he said it made his mouth water. "'I cannot bear,' said he, "'to see them going out the door carrying their little parcels. "'I have the same feeling about rats,' replied Pickles. But it would never do to eat our own customers. That would leave us and go to Tabitha Twitch's. They would leave us and go to Tabitha Twitch's. On the contrary, they would go nowhere, replied Ginger gloomily. (laughs) (laughs) Tabitha Twitchit kept the only other shop in the village. She did not give credit. Ginger and Pickles gave unlimited credit. Now, the meaning of credit is this. When a customer buys a bar of soap, instead of the customer pulling out a purse and paying for it, she says she will pay at another time. And Pickles makes a low bow and says, with pleasure, madame. And it is written down in a book. The customers come again and again and buy quantities in spite of being afraid of ginger and pickles. But there is no money in what is called the till. So the till is like the cash register. It's another name for cash register. The customers came in crowds every day and bought quantities, especially the toffee customers. But there was always no money. They never paid for as much as a penny worth of peppermints. But the sales were enormous, ten times as large as Tabitha Twitchit's. And there was always no money. Ginger and Pickles were obliged to eat their own goods. They ate them by candlelight after the shop was closed. When it came to January 1st, there was still no money, and Pickles was unable to buy a dog license. "'It is very unpleasant. I am afraid of the police,' said Pickles. "'It is your own fault.' "'for being a terrier. "'I do not require a license, "'and neither does Kep the collie dog. "'It is very uncomfortable, "'and I'm afraid I shall be summoned. "'I have tried in vain to get a license "'upon credit at the post office,' said Pickles. "'The place is full of policemen. "'I met one as I was coming home. "'Let us send in the bill again to Samuel Whiskers, Ginger. "'He owes $22 for bacon.' I do not believe that he intends to pay at all, replied Ginger. And I feel sure that Anna Maria pockets things where all the cream crackers have gone. I don't know. Have you eaten them yourself? replied Ginger. Ginger and Pickles retired into the back parlor. They did accounts, they added up sums and sums and sums. Samuel Whiskers has run up a bill as long as his tail. He has had an ounce and three quarters of snuff since October. What is seven pounds of butter at one third and a stick of sealing wax and four matches? Send in all the bills again to everyone with comps and replied Ginger. So basically what they're trying to do is figure out who owes what and how they can get them to pay for it basically. After a time they heard a noise in the shop as if something had been pushed in at the door. They came out of the back parlor. There was an envelope lying on the counter and a policeman writing in a notebook. Pickles nearly had a fit. He barked and he barked and made little rushes. Bite him, pickles, bite him, spluttered Ginger behind a sugar barrel. He's only a German doll. The policeman on writing in his notebook. Twice he put his pencil to his mouth, and once he dipped Oops sorry, and once he dipped in the trestle. Pickles barked till his voice was sore, but still the policeman took no notice. Hmm. He had beady eyes, and his helmet was sewn on with stitches. So the policeman walked in, but he was only a doll. He wasn't a real policeman. At length, on his last little rush, Pickles found that the shop was empty. The policeman had disappeared, but the envelope remained. "'Do you think that he has gone to fetch a real live policeman?' "'I am afraid it's a summons," said Pickles.' "'No,' replied Ginger, who had opened the envelope. (sighs) "'It is the rates and the taxes. "'This is the last straw,' said Pickles. "'Let's close up the shop.' "'They put up the shutters and left, "'but they have not removed from the neighborhood. "'In fact, people wish they have gone even further.' So they decided to close up shop because the letter that was left by the little doll policeman was actually money they owed in taxes, and they can't afford it. So they shuttered the place up, and, um, but people in the neighborhood seemed to be missing them. Missing what? The store that they would go to all the time. Ginger is living in the Warren. I do not know what occupation he pursues. He looks stout and uncomfortable. Pickles is it at present a gamekeeper. The closing of the shop caused great inconvenience. Tabitha Twitchit immediately raised the price of everything a half a penny, and she continued to refuse to give credit. Of course there are the tradesmen's carts, the butcher, the fisherman, and Timothy Baker, but a person could not live on seed wigs and sponge cake and butter buns not even when the sponge cake is as good as timothy's after a time mr john dormouse and his daughter began to sell peppermints and candles but they did not keep self-fitting sixes and it may it takes five mites to carry one seven inch candle besides the candles which they sell behave very strangely in warm weather they melt And Mrs. Dormouse refused to take back the ends when they were brought back to her with complaints. And when Mr. John Dormouse was complained to, he stayed in bed and would have said nothing but very snug, which is not the way to carry on retail business. So everybody was pleased when Sally Henny Penny sent out a printer poster to say that she was going to reopen the shop Henny's opening sale, Grand Cooperative Jumble, Penny's penny prices, come buy, come try, come buy. The poster really was most enticing. What is, what is enticing? Enticing means like the poster was everybody really, it made everybody excited for the opening of the shop again. There was a rush upon the opening day. The shop was crammed with customers and there were crowds of mice upon the biscuit canisters. Sally Henny Penny gets rather flustered when she tries to count out change and she insists on being paid cash, but she is quite harmless. And she has laid in a remarkable assortment of bargains. There is something to please everyone. And that is... Oh. Bless you. No, went away. <laughs> that is the end of the tale of Ginger and Pickles. Mm-hmm. So you see, everybody loved them because basically mm-hmm. they gave everything away mm-hmm. for free, mm-hmm. and nobody ever paid them for their stuff. Mhm. Mhm. So guys, I hope you enjoyed. That was a quick little one. I know the last few have been long, so this was a nice little short one. I thought. We will be back, yes, next week with a new tale from this collection. We are almost finished. And then we will be reading something different. Wow, it's been a while. We've been reading Peter Rabbit for months, huh? Mm. Mm, somebody's tired. All right, guys. Good night. Have a great week. Bye. Just <laughs> Bye. Oh, okay. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. And if you're new here, welcome. We release a new episode each week, so be sure to stay tuned. If you'd like to hear more from us, please go on our website, sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. We have photos on there, merchandise. There are links to our Instagram and Facebook pages. You can even send us a message. And speaking of messages, they're our favorite thing about doing this podcast is to hear from you guys. You can even find a link in the show notes, and you can send us a voice message that we can publish on a future episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Guys, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We love doing Sleepyhead Stories, and we love sharing books with all of you. Have a great day or a great night, and we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.